You're now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. Tonight on the Band from Ringside Podcast, we're going to be talking about the good from Raw 25, the bad from Raw 25, Enzo Amore, and the Royal Rumble predictions tonight on the Band from Ringside Podcast. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the Band from Ringside Podcast. As always, I am your host, Bill Vagy, a.k.a. Stan Hand Gundy. And to my right, <laughs> we have two beers. Zach Pullman. What's going on, Zach? Uh, hungover as fuck. That's good. Good for you. You deserve it. I mean, you've been working really hard. You need to cut loose every once in a while. Yeah. It's actually work that got me into this predicament. And to his right, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's up, JCB? Hashtag Blue the Hills. It's all good. Nice, beautiful day in St. Louis, Missouri today. It was a beautiful day in St. Louis. Uh, we're coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studio. Studios in St. Louis, Missouri. As Jason said, it was in the 60s today. Very, 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 very nice. Um, Sam the Muller Mola is turning the knobs. Uh, the we got a ton of stuff to get to tonight. Guys, before we get to it, we're going to get to uh, our sponsor, Soul Taco. Uh, I, listen, guys, I'm being deadly serious. Try some Soul Taco. Soul Taco. They got places in the U City Loop. Two, two food trucks driving around town. Champaign, Illinois. Columbia, Missouri. Chicago, Illinois. Did I say Champaign, Missouri? Uh, it's Champaign, Illinois. And Champaign, Illinois. And Chicago, Illinois. Columbia, Missouri. Two food trucks driving around town. Right, a place in the U-City Loop. A uh, place in Chesterfield. Go get yourself some Soul Taco. It's delicious. <laughs> Korean-Mexican fusion food. I can't stress it enough, guys. Please go get it and tell them that you're a fan of BFR. They're a friend of the show. They're a sponsor of the show. It's the best fast casual food that you will get in St. Louis. No about a doubt it. (laughs) Guys, we got tons of stuff to get to tonight. So uh, without further ado, we'll get to our three count. JCB. What's the one count? Starting at the top, we're going to do the one count of Raw 25. Good things about Raw 25. Yeah, we don't um, want to start off with the negative tonight. We're, no, we want we'll to do start, the we'll positive start, yeah, things. Yeah, we'll start with the good stuff first. Because there's lots of negative stuff to get to. Um, this was a walk down memory lane, and I think that's what this was really all about. It was cool to see guys that I liked back in the past. Uh, Ted DiBiase, uh, Godfather made an appearance. Mark Henry made an appearance kind of tying the the past to the present or whatever the case may be where you had Elias bump into Chris Jericho getting a rub from Chris Jericho and then going out and laying out uh, John Cena in their uh, their segment or whatever the case may be. So I mean ultimately that's what I think the, the biggest takeaway it wasn't about the matches this week it was more about walking down memory lane and if you're old enough like I, I am you got to remember a lot of these walk down memory lane. What was lanes. your favorite part? Uh, favorite parts was wow. Uh, the, the the Elias Chris Jericho segment. It just it kind of reestablishes what we've kind of said all along that Elias is kind of that next star that just needs a little push, needs to get in that right program to show off his in ring ability. The, the heat is on him and is tremendous. Jericho to begin with. winning the wearing the Alpha Club shirt. Yeah, uh, he was uh, wearing the New Japan shirt. 
in WWE, WWE. on WWE programming. You Does said that it? mean that no. we're seeing Kenny Omega at the Rumble? No, no. No, no, no. That's Hell ridiculous. No. I I think that's very ridiculous at this point. I, Kenny Omega is not coming. Do you think it's strange, in. though, that he was wearing... I'm sure he came to Vince, and you said it weeks ago, that Vince wouldn't give his blessing on anything. That if Chris Jericho wanted to go to New Japan, Vince wanted to get his blessing. You know what I'm saying? So Vince blessed that. I'm sure he blessed the shirt. This was all... A, it helps both sides. It helps Chris Jericho push his merch. It helps Vince that Chris Jericho's on the show. Everybody wins. Zach, what were your favorite parts about Raw 25? It was the 25th anniversary of Raw being the most successful. Longest uh, running. Longest running. Episodic TV series. Episodic TV series. What was your favorite part? Uh, it started out on a high note. It was whenever uh, Austin stunned Shane, and then he stunned McMahon, and then he stunned Shane again. And that was easily... Yeah. I mean, yeah. just the, like Jason said, trip down memory lane, the nostalgia factor, like Austin comes out, you know, they're getting stunners and just like, it's like <laughs> that anticipation. Say a word. <laughs> yeah. didn't say a word. Raised his arms with the middle fingers up, you know, didn't say a single word. It was so good. This is like, Hey, I'm going to hook up an AARP now. <laughs> <laughs> I know he was like, he was, you know, trying to, you know, avoid that situation. You know, you knew it was coming. Uh, the pop, whenever that glass hits, just reminded me because I mean, I'm I'm watching Attitude Era now. You know, week to week. I mentioned that before. I watch Nitro and then I watch the Raw and I'm watching all the pay per views. It's taking me a long time, uh, but I'm in 1998, like October right now. And I actually just watched the episode where McMahon or McMahon's in the hospital and Mankind comes in and <laughs> the whole bedpan thing. But those pops, I mean, we talk about Ric Flair being the best ever and that is you know absolutely an argument to be made i i think you know stone cold is going to be he's already looked upon incredibly favorite for me i mean that just reaffirms you know rick flair as great as he is he didn't get pops like that nobody it's, gets pops like that it's funny you mention that because i thought the same thing today when i was thinking about the podcast tonight i was thinking about what my favorite part of raw 25 was it was def- they peaked at the very beginning having austin come out there with vince Austin could come out today. He looked fantastic, yeah, by man. the way. He looked jacked. He could. He, he, real if jacked, he baby. came in today, he would be the most over wrestler that came in today, and he could do a sustained program. And him and Vince being in. Also, it's nice to see Vince, who got the thank you, Vince chance at the beginning, be able to turn the crowd against him like that. <laughs> he's the fucking master, man. He's he the, really is. He's, he's called, he was starting to break, and then, it, like you said, within two minutes, he threw everybody underneath the bus. It was Brooklyn, unbelievable. Steph, Shane, the whole shebang. Oh, man, it was great. And seeing Austin come out and not have to say a word, I mean, because... Like looking back and you think, man, Austin was there. Austin didn't say anything. He just stunned everybody. Absolutely, right. it, it, it was the way it should have been. Perfect. I mean, you didn't have to mess with that. But like, like you were saying, yes, Austin looked great, and that was the best part. What were at some other parts that you liked? Uh, Austin catching the beer, yes, like he always did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Anyway, uh, Austin's T-shirt. Um. <laughs> That's all right, though, man. I, I, I really think that like. 
when the all timers come down, I mean, twenty years from now, when we'll have as much time from Austin that we as we have from Flair right now, it's going to be easy to say that Flair might have paved the way for Austin, but Austin still gets that pop. Yeah, I mean, he's he's easily one of the most over, if not. I popped. The most, absolutely. You, I mean, you, I you had way, to. You I knew popped. it was going to happen. And maybe it's, did, maybe it's because to. he doesn't show up as often as Flair does. But man, when when the glass breaks and all the McMahons are standing in the ring, you know stunners are going to be handed out. Oh, yeah, without question. And even Shane, like, Shane took the second stunner with the beer in the mouth. Oh, man, that was perfect. Selling. Yeah. He sold that so good. I was like, God bless America. See, Rock should be somewhere just giving you a staying ovation at that point. JCB, other good points about uh, Raw 25, because there were other ones. It was actually, it was nice to see X-Pac looking good. And I'm not saying that to be funny. Because healthy, healthy, you know what I'm saying. I mean, he's not dead. Yeah, he's gone through his fair share of uh, addictions or whatever the case may be. It was good to see him, you know, be appreciative and feeling the love from the fans. That was a good segment. The um, the backstage segment with the uh, the poker game or whatever, and you had uh, Dana Brooke being the accountant or whatever. That was kind of cool. Ron Simmons said, "Damn, yeah, Ron Simmons." It's the that's what I'm saying. It was the little MVP. MVP was different. I did, for like maybe, two seconds, I didn't maybe, even recognize who he was. Maybe deserves a little bit more. MVP can still go. I'm not disagreeing with that. It just it, everything is baby steps. Don't be surprised if you see some of these guys that were on Raw 25, like an MVP, like Godfather, make their appearance later on. That I wouldn't weekend. be surprised at all if we see MVP in the Rumble. I wouldn't Rumble. be surprised either. Not at all. Other thoughts? Say, it makes it uh, makes perfect sense. Uh, Zach. Uh, Boogeyman. <laughs> was, uh, <laughs> no, seriously, Boogeyman looked great. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, he, he that, still looks kind of ripped. I was very surprised. Apparently, he's like he's he's in his fifties and he's looking that good. Okay, he that, looks real good. Yeah. Yeah, same thing with like Austin. Uh, Austin has a shitload of money though. It's real easy to like you know maintain yeah, I mean, your quality of life. Boogeyman sure. probably had to ask off of work to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite part of the Raw 25, though, and we're going to get to the bad stuff here in a second, I think my favorite part was the Elias Cena segment because Elias got over. Because Cena started doing the five moves of doom which he's known to do, and I was like, man, they're just going to fucking bury Elias like this. And then Elias did the the low blow, and while Cena was incapacitated, went and, got, went and got his guitar and blasted over Cena's head or back, and I thought that that was good. And what I've heard lately is that uh, they're putting Elias in where Samoa Joe was supposed to be. They yeah. were going to go with the Joe-Cena yeah. program, and now they're going to go with Elias seen a program that's awesome which i think is just as good i think actually elias probably needs it more than joe does because joe is already pretty over and can probably put a couple guys over before he actually takes a title or two and he has a storied career outside of wwe and right a big you know push in nxt you know great champion there he's built like a total monster uh elias working with cena is the best thing uh, because it puts him in the spotlight where he deserves to be. Yeah, and and to to Jay's point, for the last twenty years I've been watching him, he's been mad at Taker for not putting guys over at WrestleMania. He's all he's all about making new stars, and 
Elias going over Cena possibly would seriously be making a new star, right? Yeah, Jason? without question. That, that, you pretty much stole my thunder on that. This is kind of what Elias needs. He's been kind of just floating out there, you know, announcing the, the Miz and the Miz Taraj or whatever. This is something that if you do it right and, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, they do it right, somehow, some way, Elias needs to eliminate John Cena in the Rumble. That gets this program going. You can spin it off into. I don't think they're going whatever. to WrestleMania, but no, it'd be no. nice for them to have a program. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You can do it at, start at Rumble, do it at their next Raw pay per view, and that Joe should be back at that time. You could do Joe Cena if you really wanted to. Probably not. It still seems like it's going to be Cena Undertaker because Undertaker didn't really say I'm retired. Just you know, came out and said some gibberish and. Which it. leads us to the bad parts of Raw. <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. A couple other things I wanted to bring up was Asuka uh, beat up all of her teammates to make it look like it's every woman standing for the Royal Rumble. Uh, in past years, that might look like a heel turn. It didn't the other night uh, just because they have no allegiance towards each other. Uh, thoughts about Asuka beating everybody up? You said it. It just as soon as the the match ended, Oscar was like the first to remind everybody that you know the Royal Rumble is right around the corner, and it's you know there's no friends. That being said, now with Oscar being the last person standing in the ring, is she going to win? Because this is WWE at its finest. Zach. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, one thing that worried me. It was totally in character for her to just beat the shit out of everybody. That's what she does. but whenever she was like standing tall at the end, it almost like kind of foreshadowed that she she's wasn't going to be the one. It was like whenever Shinsuke was standing tall before Money in the Bank. I'm like, well, fuck, he's not taking that briefcase. Yep. You know? Okay, we had Miz taking the belt off of Roman. He won the IC belt. Kind of dirty. Wasn't completely clean. The turnbuckle was torn off, but the turnbuckle was torn off. Kind of incognito. They didn't really... It's called incognito. They... No, not not for the Miz. <laughs> Zach, thoughts on the Miz taking the IC back? I mean, I think it's great. Uh, I didn't mind Roman with it, but Miz, that belt is Miz's until someone else comes along. They can lay claim to it, and it's going to take a lot for me to think that someone else deserves that belt more than the Miz. JCB, there's only one person that has the has won the IC more than the Miz. Jericho? Jericho. Jericho, yeah. That's probably the next step if you're going to keep Miz in this mid-card spot is that he breaks or at least upper ties Jericho. Upper mid-card. Yeah. If he breaks or ties Jericho's record. Um, no problem with Miz getting it back. It just makes sense. It just frees up Roman Reigns to go after Brock Lesnar. Um, the match was good, and then and I hate to, I hate to give Roman Reigns credit, but once again he, he put on Why? another good match because it's it just it, it was a good match. It was a good match. I, I I hate the character. I like him in the ring. I just hate the Roman Reigns character. All right, there's one more good thing I want to mention besides John John Laurinaitis. But uh, one more good thing I want to mention is that Jason Jordan got tons of heat. <laughs> that crowd gave him tons of heat, which is what he needs right now. And that was great. I love Jason Jordan's character right now, and I think it's working wonders. Uh, any thoughts on that before I move on? Nope, you said it. All right, we're going to go to our two count. All right, now we're going to go to... 
<laughs> two beers, Zach Pullman. What's our two count? Uh, I jumped the gun preemptively a minute ago. Uh, two count is bad stuff from Raw 25. I think to top it off, we've got the Undertaker promo. Um, it was cool that they did it in the, what is it called, the Manhattan Center? Yeah. yeah. That was neat. Um, I really like that that nostalgia vibe in addition to like all the old characters. You have like an old set and then watching, you know, the previous times like Heenan trying to sneak in and drag and, you know, it's in that same building. And I've been watching Raw for 25 years. I mean, I stopped, you know, whenever I started like, you know, trying to get laid, sure. uh, but for a little while. But I mean, it's I've grown up with it. It's been a huge deal. I remember watching those whenever I was a kid. So yeah, anyway, the Taker promo um, it was just kind of lame. It was ineffectual. The it setting was very vague. It was super vague, and I'm sure that was intentional. Um, that was not the best setting. It was the, for nostalgia vibe. It was cool, but it was like way too bright in there for him. I just wrote down lighting because I yeah. wanted to bring that up. It's way too bright for him. Yeah. He needs dark. Plus, because he's getting older. I mean, he looks better in darkness anyway because he's the fucking Undertaker, but you don't. <laughs> don't we all? Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Except for Jason. I know. That's right, baby. I'm going to Can't, good. can't yeah. see him in the dark until, unless he's smiling. That's right. Black don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, real quick, just because we have a lot of other stuff to move on to, um, that was my number one, my 1A. Um, even though if you're going to get buried, you might as well get buried by mm. DX, the revival getting buried. And that yeah. was, yeah. I know that the matches don't count, like JCB said, this was not about matches, but uh, it was cool to see them. And, you know, but it finished out the show. They were essentially in the main event, uh, but they just got back. And I know one match isn't a big deal, but it seemed uh, seemed over the top. And, I mean, it was a good good segment, a lot of fun, but maybe I'm just sensitive about the revival. JCB, I'll piggyback on the revival, and then I'll spin it off of that. I agree with you totally. Um, it, you knew it was going to happen the week before when they said the uh, the promo about you know we're wrestlers, we're not sports entertainers or whatever the case may be. Um, it, it's it's just not a good look because now in the last memory of in fans' minds is seeing the Revival getting jobbed out by DX. That's not a good look. You need to, in a, a division that doesn't have a lot of stars, you know what I'm saying? It's really the Champions Club and Sheamus and Cesaro. You got a good tag team waiting in the wings. Whether people like them or not, that's another story entirely. This is a viable team, and you're not using this resource. Let me ask you this. Can I ask you this? Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. I don't give a fuck. Would you rather they put the revival over in that scenario, or would you rather they put the Balor Club over in that scenario? In in that scenario, yeah, jeez. I mean, the answer is it's, it's got to be the Balor Club in this scenario. You'd just because, rather they put them over because right? because you just you don't have faces. So, I mean, would you rather them put the revival over or put? Sheamus and Cesaro over or put okay if you if you want fantasy book it let's fantasy book it like this DX comes out cuts their promo the revival comes out beats down DX and then Balor Club comes in and makes the save that way everybody wins you get the Balor Club that makes the save that's you fair. get DX that gets beat down because they're just too old to to hang with the revival that's fair and but, you can go it like that I mean but you could also have uh, DX. Uh, do all their finishers on Rhino and Slater, which would have been nobody loses in that in that regard, right? Because Rhino and Slater have nowhere to go and they're not being pushed. Exactly. And, and so you have guys like that. Exactly. But 
wouldn't you rather give the payday or wouldn't you rather give the rub to have the revival take all the finishers? For, I mean, it's kind of like when the New Day took the finishers from Austin when they when they all took stunners a couple of years ago at WrestleMania. It's like it doesn't necessarily hurt the revival. They got the payday. They're going to take the finishers. The Balor Club's got to go over. I mean, it's got to be Finn Balor, right? Well, that's Vince's thinking, and that's what we see whenever these Attitude Era stars come out. They always go over. Like, they, you know, the whole thing's like, go out on your back. You know, Vince, if he considers it a rub just to put them in there and get rock-bottomed or stunned or, like you said, you know, take all the finishers. I mean, I'd fucking love to get super kicked by Shawn Michaels, but I don't do it for a living. Um, <laughs> but you're, you know. you're saying that you would rather see the Revival put down DX. Exactly. I would also. No doubt. No doubt about it. I agree with you completely, but we're operating in Vince's world. That's what I mean. It's a very Vince. That's it's the same formula every time. And he right. refuses to let those guys, you know, it was their golden era, um, so to speak. So would you rather be revival or be a couple job? Would you rather be Titus and Apollo? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty ambivalent on that. I, I think I would rather it be someone where it, wouldn't necessarily affect them in the fans. I'd rather eyes. be Tyus and Apollo. They're not yeah. doing anything with them anyway. They won. They won a enough. match. I, th- I think the it's revival one is like, a good team, and they're and they're not using them in the right way. I don't think that you're wrong in saying that, but they did get a payday. They probably got a bigger payday taking this taking the finishing moves of DX than. Titus did taking the finishing moves and the Dudleys. Note that date down and watch the revival decline from that point on. You watch. Well, maybe. Well, maybe the revival is just going to decline just because Vince is done with them anyway. And speaking of whoever Vince is done with anyway, we saw Bray Wyatt <sighs> basically squash Woken Matt Hardy yeah. in six minutes at the Manhattan Center with no buildup. They didn't announce it going forward. <laughs> And that's a that's a that's a build up. I, I don't I don't think that they were. Man. Listen, they weren't. Woken Matt Hardy and Bray were not going to get time on the Royal Rumble. They might have gotten time on the next pay per view, but they weren't getting time on the Royal Rumble. And somebody made the decision to put that match out there with no fanfare, with no build up, or I mean, with build up, but without announcing it the right. week before. Right. And Bray beat Matt Hardy clean in six, less than six minutes. Thoughts on that? Two beer. Yeah, I mean, it does seem kind of funny. At the same time, this is the exact thing that should be happening for Bray Wyatt. Is that he should be? You know, if if he if they're going to continue to keep him around, that's what he should be doing. Because I still have a lot of faith in Bray Wyatt, uh, but. It just seems out of character for him to go over and in such a, a quick manner. And yeah, I just totally agree. It was weird. Well, there's I think there's more money in the next three months in Woken Matt Hardy than there is in Bray Wyatt. Sure. You can reheat Bray Wyatt. And I listen to the podcast every week, too. I know I keep seeing reheat. But you can reheat <laughs> Bray Wyatt over the next six months once WrestleMania is done. No, you can't. Nobody, nobody, you can't, Bray Wyatt has been done so much damage at don't this get, point. Don't get bogged down the wrong thing. What do you think about Woken Matt Hardy going down in less than six minutes to him, though? Right person, I don't want to, I, I agree with Two Beer in the sense that I like seeing Bray go over somebody, but it was the wrong person to go over. 
okay, if you're going to invest this, all this time in the, the, the Woken Matt Hardy thing, that you should at least make it a competitive match. It shouldn't be a squash. No doubt. Um, I think the thing that disappointed me the most about, besides the Undertaker promo, which I don't expect much from Undertaker anymore. He's always Just say been, what the fuck you going to do, man. He's, Damn. He's always been a shitty promo. That was a shitty promo. He hasn't... I, like... You could say that that was a retirement promo. I thought Hall looked good. Yeah. I but th- those guys, <laughs> DX being out there is a bunch of old men, and that is something that is such a 90s gimmick. <laughs> watching a bunch of old men do it in 2018. Oh, my God. It's depressing. It's not exciting to watch. I'm wearing the new edition of DX on my shirt tonight. It's called the Bullet Club. It's called the Young Bucks. It's well, DX it the, is 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 a past thing now. God bless you guys. For they it. did the passing of the torch with the two sweet with Man, that was the, the that's a slap in the freaking face. To <laughs> who? And to the two young bucks, the bullet club, the whole Jamaica. Oh because yeah. Because we forgot the season, all about two sweet. We forgot all about two sweet until they started to bring it back. Then the indie crowd took it off, and then the next thing you know, Vince is like, "Okay, guess what? You can't do it anymore." Yeah, Vince is all desist. about copyright. Okay. Yeah, I know. He so just rubbed it in the end, XFL today. And at the end, yeah, Bull, uh, Ballard Club gets the rub. But I think, and I and maybe it's just me, I think that was a slap in the face to say, hey, we can do it, you can't. I can see that. It, Like you said with DX, the gimmick is old and it's depressing. It's like when you see guys like wearing their Letterman's jackets at like high school football games. <laughs> and, you know, it's like that's their glory years and they can't even fucking get past it. And like... Just move on. And where was Nash, by the way? Uh, I mean, Hall was there. Yeah, Nash could make the flight. Oh, he couldn't get off work. Bring <laughs> <laughs> the fries at Chili's. Uh, Styles and Mean Gene was cool. Uh, the backstage poker thing was. It went too many segments. Yeah, just, know, just do it one time. I and know. Just be done with it. it was fine. Uh, I'm done with that. You guys cool yeah, with that? We were move on. We'll go to our three count. Uh, the three count is Enzo got released. Enzo, a guy who we've spent many, many minutes talking about Enzo. He was the face of the 205 Live brand. Um, got uh, presses, our charges pressed on him in October. Failed to tell WWE about it for rape. For rape. And um, he has been let go of the company, not even future endeavored. They didn't even say good luck in your future endeavors on, uh, on the on website, social media, on the website, which means that he got released. Yeah. And I think that there hasn't been another wrestler that I can think of. that got such a push TV time every week was selling money off merch that has, uh, pissed away whatever he had so quickly as Enzo did. Thoughts on that? I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I can't think of a worse example of someone who just was his own worst enemy and just pissed away opportunity. The ba- and backstage, the boys didn't like him. Yeah. Apparently, and I didn't post this on uh, on Twitter, um, BFR pod, BFR JCB, BFR Zach with an H, BFR Bill, 
Facebook, um, Band from Ringside, Friends of BFR, Instagram, BFR Pod. Apparently, I guess at some <laughs> point, Enzo wanted to be a rapper and he wanted to be released from his WWE contract. I guess if even if that's if that's true, if it's not, we didn't true, have to rape a chick to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. I mean, I mean, that, what that just goes to show where his head's at. His head wasn't really being a professional. Apparently, wrestler. him and Cass aren't even boys, boys anymore. anymore. Yeah, so I mean, it, that just goes to show you when. You- well, yeah, I mean, Cass kicked him in the face. I mean, we all saw. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sorry for the uh, the lack of kayfabe there. <laughs> I just, I, I really think it just it, honestly, Enzo is a, a, just a selfish person. It's about Enzo. I really hope, and as much as I slam Enzo on a week-to-week basis, I hope that none of this is true, that he's exonerated from these charges, and he can go off and live a normal life. Well, like I, I hope it's not true enough for Enzo. I, I just uh, hope she didn't get raped. Yeah, look, yeah. <laughs> let's... Fuck. Look, get, get, come on. You know, know what I mean. I'm just... Yeah. Okay. It's, some bad shit happened there. What that bad if shit is, are, if, I don't know. If there are victims, we root for the victims. And oh, yeah, for sure. If, I mean, if, yeah. if he did it, then yeah, throw the book at him, you know, lock him up with old boy from Michigan State. If he didn't do it, then let's, you know, try to get this thing expedited. Either way, let's get a speedy trial, get it done, so that way everybody can try to get back to normal life. I mean, basically, the bottom line is... JCB can now start watching 205 Live again. Is that true? And can that's going to do that's it for our <laughs> three counts. <laughs> this is banned from ringside. That's the one I wanted. You guys know what that means, don't you? <laughs> it's been a minute since you know we what, heard this. You know what? I know it's been a while since we've had predictions. Five weeks? We're getting up to our... Royal Rumble predictions. Mm-mm. You know, this is uh, simultaneously the best pay-per-view of the year and always the most disappointing pay-per-view of the year. It's the one that everybody's always mad at the end of the Royal Rumble. You know it's true, <laughs> You know it's true. Yeah, Seamus, when they were here, yeah, everybody was pissed off. So we're going to have a lot to talk about, but we're going to need Sam the Muller Mall, um, who is currently... Beating me <laughs> in terms of predictions. Uh, Bill, I'm going to go from the bottom to the top. Bill has 52 points. You're horrible. You're Sam, horrible. I am. Sam Mall, he's got 60. Jesus. Two beer, that's you. <laughs> got 85. And 17 losses. JCB's got 86 and 17 losses. So you guys are in a real. So I'm a half game up, essentially. Right. So what's going to happen here is you can pick three Royal Rumble winners, and their points are 15, 10, and 5. You can pick one for 30, two for 25, or three for 15, 10, and 5. Any way it works out. You guys understand, right? Yep. All right. So we're going to start doing our predictions right now. Uh, JCB or no? Hey, Sam, I am. Yeah, get the rookie up in there. You mean Mr. Perfect? Mr. Perfect, the original Mr. Perfect. All right, we got Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan versus Sheamus and Cesaro for the WWE Tag Team Titles. What you got? Uh, I'm gonna say Sheamus and Cesaro. Ooh, that's a good pick. Uh, JCB, yeah. what you got? Thank you, sir. Um. Actually, I'm going to piggyback off of Mr. Perfect on this one. I'm going to uh, take Seamus and Cesaro as well. I think at some point, it, 
if everything is looking like it was on Raw 25, the accidental knee to the face of Jason Jordan from Seth Rollins will set up their WrestleMania program. So I will take the bar to get their WWE Raw Tag Team Champions. Hey, we only got 20 minutes, so we got to move through everything except for the Rumbles. Zach, what you got? Same thing, Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, I think the Jason Jordan thing is a fun way to set up the feud. Like uh, JCB said, this championship run is a good way to set up the feud. Wrong! (laughs) I'm taking Seth Rollins as Jason Jordan. Uh, Sam. (laughs) You You gotta do something. (laughs) You got the Usos versus Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable. Who you got for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships? The Usos. I think the other guys are the guys that I said last time sounded like they belonged at a country music festival. <laughs> That's actually, actually uh, they they did play uh, Coachella. <laughs> Zach, who you got? Uh, I got the Usos. I can't I can't not pick the Usos. Uh, they're super hot right now. And uh, wait, yeah. who holds the belt right now? Usos. Yeah, the Usos do, right? Yeah. Do you host a wrestling podcast at all? No, okay. I'm just kind of a yeah. I host one, but I don't watch the shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take uh, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable. Who you got, JCB? Two out of three falls. So obviously we're gonna go to a third fall. I just I, Vince McMahon said something there in his press conference today about guys with DWIs and they're not being in play for the XFL. So that means he's being Petty Crocker. So that being Petty Crocker said, I would take Gable and Benjamin to win the tag team titles. I forgot all about that. Ooze. Yeah. So we got, uh, (laughs) next up, we got AJ Styles in a handicap match against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, or as AJ calls them, Cammy, which we'll never get over. (laughs) Ever. All right, JCB, who you like got? It. Sam, you got to come up here. Uh, it's it's AJ. It, it doesn't make sense for KO and Sammy to uh, to be co-champions. If there was a way for Sammy to be champion on his own, if it was a three-way dance, I would lean that way. But as it stands right now, Wait, give me AJ Styles. Whose pay-per-view is the Elimination Chamber? I raw, believe that I is Raw. That would be next month. All right. I'm going to take... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to be the first ever co-champions Man. of WWE. No Sam, I am. Who you got? I'm going to go with Cammy too. I nice. like that. Yeah. That's a nice portmanteau. I like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Two beers. Zach Pullman, he got AJ. I got AJ. It just doesn't make sense. They're not, I mean, there's been 50 people to have the WWE Championship. 51 is not going to be co-champion. I don't know if that's true. Uh, okay, uh, coming up, uh, Sam, you're up. We have Brock Lesnar versus Kane versus Braun Strowman, and you have to choose your least to most likely to win. Brock Lesnar versus Kane versus Braun Strowman, and I'm going from least to most. Yes. Uh, least, I say Braun Strowman. Then I say Kane. Then I say. Brock Lesnar. God damn it. That's probably yeah. right. Two beers, Zach Bowen. What you got? Least to most. As much as I hate to say it, it's going to be Kane, Strowman, Lesnar. Yeah. I prefer Strowman take it. 
I just don't think it's going to happen right now. Uh, first off, what's up to the LGC crew in the house? Just oh, walked yeah, in the let's door. Let's get comfortable walking in the house. Uh, I was saying, I was saying they came in. Like I know Jim twice. wants to get in here and start giving his predictions too, man. He's so fired up. <laughs> yeah, right. I was getting ready to say he's got his own run around with the event to go to. Um, I'm going to go least to most. Let's go Strowman 1. I expect at some point. Well, no, actually, take that back. I'm going to ride with two beer. No, I'm going to ride with two beer. What are you doing? I'm going to ride with two beer. Kane, least. Strowman, Kane, Lee's, Strowman, two, Brock, one. All right. Um, you know, God, I don't want to do anything because I already saw what you guys picked. But because I've seen what you guys picked, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Brock Lesnar's winning. There's no way that they would go the entire year. Don't be a year. pussy all your life. You know you want to say Braun Strowman. No, you know you want to say no, it. I'm say it. No, I'm trying to be fair. Don't. Do, it's not like it's Rusev. <laughs> I want to be fair here and pick what I was going to pick anyway and say that there's no way that they would go the entire year with having Brock Lesnar hold the belt just to take it off him right before WrestleMania to not fight Roman Reigns. I mean, that's predictable. It's not always bad, but that's what they're doing. Right. I agree with that. I okay. agree with totally. So now we're coming up with the Royal Rumble for the Women's Royal <laughs> Rumble. And um, I don't have anything listed for... So it uh, looks like Sam's ready to go. Else. So Sam, you're going to name three people. Well, no, no, no. Wait, women. No, women. He can name one if he wants to. Yeah, you can name in. one just for 30 points if he wants to. He can to. name two if he wants to. Sure. Uh, or okay. he can name three, but no yeah. more than three. Uh-huh. Yes. This is women. And Charlotte and Alexa are not in it. Uh, well, that's a problem for me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You, I might. I want to go last this time. Yeah, that's what I was that's thinking. Only fair. I, th- I think. I mean, I'm beating you. So uh, yes, you are. You are beating. <laughs> I'll go. I'll, I'll go mine. I'll go mine. I'll go mine. Damn, Sam just owns you right there. I'm gonna put Ronda Rousey at three. Okay. Excuse me. I'm going to put Asuka at two. Okay. And I'm going to put Becky Lynch at one. Now, coming from Let's Get Comfortable, we have our friend, friend of, the show, friend of the show, Jim Button. Button, we want your top three women that you think could win the Rumble. And remember, Alexa and Charlotte are both not in the match. Well, first of all, guys, thank you for the question. <laughs> really, <laughs> really appreciate it. Hey, uh, you know, I know we were, first of all, Jason and uh, and uh, Tinder, really appreciate uh, the shout having me on uh, or having me over for uh, Raw 25. Oh, man, anytime, man. I I'm sorry s- you can't make it for Sunday. Yeah, I know. But I'm having my, I'm, I was telling the guys, I'm the guy who has the Royal Rumble party for my friends so if i didn't do it nobody would do it right you know so i gotta be that guy yeah do the right thing to answer your question i know you were a big uh non-proponent of oscar winning it based off of what happened at raw right but i think oscar takes it i i just feel like they're gonna throw it on her she's she just came up got called up fairly fairly soon or yeah. for not not long ago well no she should have been called up a while ago but she hasn't been on the main roster a long time right so i mean if, if i was throwing money on it that's who i'd pick okay so jim is taking oscar for 30 points which means if he hangs out here long enough he's going to be beating me in points. <laughs> <laughs> 
JCB, who you got? Three to one. Three to one. Yeah. And I'm going to use all three because, like Jimmy said, Asuka standing tall at the end of Raw 25 scares the dog shit out of me. So I'm going to go number three least would be Becky Lynch. At some point, we got to get Becky Lynch back into the Raw SmackDown, or I'm sorry, into the SmackDown title picture. What better way to do that against go against her best friend, Shara Flair? Two, I'm going to go with Asuka because, you, I mean, you just can't be stupid. I mean, she's going to be there at some point, probably there at the end, facing the person that I think that is going to win the inaugural 2018 Royal Rumble Give me Nia Jax, number one. Nia Jax. Woo. Thought you were going to say, oh, I won't say it. <laughs> Two beards, Zach Bowen. Yeah, this this one was a little bit rough for me. Um, I mean, I just wanted to automatically go with Asuka, uh, like Jim. Uh, but I'm going to go with number three, Ronda Rousey, just because I think she's going to be there because they made a big point today to, like, Send out, you know, say like a press release to say she's going to be out of the country. She's not going to be there right. at all. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and just, Stephanie's going to be on. Uh, Stephanie's going to be on commentary. Yeah. So that's definitely a possibility. Um, so I'm going to put her at number three. Number two is Asuka. Um, number one, Nia Jax, because I mean, she, no shit. Yep. Both she, you guys have Nia Jax. She, I wanted to go with Oscar, <laughs> but I think I think Oscar gets it, and just <laughs> in the same way, yeah, just in the same way that you said that Becky Lynch. I didn't even think about that. I wanted to pick Becky because I love Becky, and she would be a great pick to win the first Royal Rumble. But Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss is probably only going to happen if it's forced to happen with the Royal Rumble. So I think that's a good, it would be a good WrestleMania match. Sam, the mall or mall. Uh, for my bottom two, I'm going to pick Oscar for both of them. Can I do that? Yeah. You can just pick two. Yeah. People. You can just yeah. pick two people. Uh-huh. Yes. She gets my bottom two slots and then my top slot. I'm going to go with Rousey. All right. And now here comes not the main event, you know, because we're all inclusive here, but uh, uh, we're talking about the men's Royal Rumble. You, you sure that ain't the main event? No, I mean, both both Rumbles, everybody's equal here, women's and men's. I mean... Which which match is going to go on last? I think it's like 72% possible. That Probably that's Usos event. versus Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable. That's why you're in last place, right there. But uh, <laughs> for the men's Royal Rumble, I'm going... This is actually hard. All bullshit aside, this is it's, actually hard. It's pretty hard. Uh, I'm going Nakamura with my number one. So I'm putting him at my most likely to win. For my second most likely to win, I'm going to go Roman Reigns. And my fir- third most likely to win, I'm going to go AJ Styles because I think it's possible that he loses the belt to... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn goes into the Royal Rumble and re-wins the belt because I've heard uh, that the next fast lane pay-per-view uh, match is going to be a six-pack challenge where everybody's going for the belt. Six guys. Can I start laughing at you now? Or do you want me to wait? I was waiting we- for it. I was like, <laughs> kind of bracing myself. Dude, I'm down. I'm, I'm down by. He's got to make bold predictions. I'm down by 34 (laughs) points. 
have to do whatever I can do. Man, you sound like, never mind. <laughs> God damn, if I get that right, I'm going to be a fucking genius. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, I'll go since we, since I, I okay. don't, yeah, 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 I don't yeah. want it to look like I'm yeah, for stealing sure. your predictions. Yeah, for sure. So, um, my number one, also Shinsuke Nakamura. It's been that for a long time. I haven't changed it. Uh, my number two is Roman Reigns. Jesus Christ, I know. this is so because boring. I'm changing I w- my third one to Braun Strowman. That's a good one. I uh, He's just mad now. He didn't get my third How one. How the fuck do you get to change it after you just put it out there? No, you're right. I'm taking AJ again. <laughs> so uh, I just want him. I just want Reigns. I almost want him to pick my number one because I want so bad for Vince to troll Philly and for Roman to win in Philly again. Yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, it would blow the would fucking awesome. roof off. So that's the main reason, just because I'm a huge troll. Uh, but number three, uh, actually, John Cena. Because he. Cena! It, it would be a terrible idea, but I could so see it happening. Oh, dude. Wow. I needed a bad one because Orton was so bad last year. I feel like I needed to make a terrible decision. <laughs> like, just to maybe get some points. I never would have thought Orton, so. Right. Yeah. That's pretty ballsy. I, I got a, uh, I got a little, a little ditty for you guys. Talk to me, Daddy. Uh, my my number one's gonna go with John Cena also. You're number one? I'm sorry. With number three, correct? Number three is John Cena. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go with uh, with uh, Nakamura. But here's my number one. I'm gonna throw this right at you, and you guys are gonna be like, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard." We but we listen to Bill every week. It can't be that dumb. We've <laughs> <laughs> shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> Slander. (laughs) (laughs) Sam's beating him predictions. Okay, I don't want to hear that. We often hear big things coming out of the Royal Rumble. I think this year, just like you said, in Philly, shocking moment. Who comes out as number 30 but Kenny Omega to come in Mm. and steal the Rumble? Mm. Very nice. Bold Mm. prediction. That's what I'm thinking. I wish I, I know it's I know it could not there's not hey. a zero percent but if, if there's a told point me one, that Chris Jericho would have been in a new Japan ring this year I'd have looked as you look sideways nothing is above beyond the realm of possibility I would not take that away from you JCB uh shit I'll go least to most three I'm gonna I can't even believe I'm getting ready to say this shit no I'm not gonna say that I'll go three <laughs> I'm gonna go Miz somehow I think Miz is in this Royal Rumble supposedly at some point Miz is going to get a push you made out, fun of me on a main event level look you made some ridiculous long story about six pack challenges and fast lane and all this other bullshit you gonna say that AJ Styles is gonna lose before we make a push to Wrestlemania to two guys no one is broke and Kevin Owens the other Sami Zayn needs Kevin Owens they can't do it without each other Okay, it's not going to happen. Um, There'll be a six pack challenge. I'm Somebody sorry. be the champ. I'm Cody Nice is going to win that I'm six sorry. pack nice. challenge. There you I'm, go. Good call. I'm sorry I wasn't listening. Yeah, I'm sure you weren't. <laughs> Miz three, Reigns two, Nakamura one. There you go. God damn, you guys both took my Nakamura. Well, who I've been, else I've is been it? saying it for weeks and weeks. Well, who now, else is it? Sam, who you got? I forgot Sam needed to go. Real quick, if the Royal Rumble was like it used to be, where they were actually jettisoning new stars. Elias Sampson deserves this fucking thing, but it's just not going to happen. Sam, who you got? Uh, for my number three, I'm going to say AJ Styles. I loved his work in the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's got a good chance. <laughs> number two. Uh, That's JC Shazay. 
Uh, no. I think you're getting confused. I wait, think he is was that in sync? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, oh, it wait. It was 98 yeah. degrees. Wait, who was AJ in... There was an AJ in the Backstreet Boys, believe me. No, yeah, you're right. Sorry. I was nine years I'm old thinking in of 1999. Timberlake, JC Chazade, Chris Kirkpatrick, mm-hmm. Lance Bass, and uh, Joey Fatone. Yeah. That was in sync. Yeah, you're right. My bad. My bad. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with Nakamura because you guys are always talking about him, and it sounds like he's the best wrestler. Sounds like he knows karate. It sounds like he knows karate, which I don't know. If, is that allowed? Can you do karate in the ring? <laughs> what if that's like the only rule? How funny would that be? <laughs> you can hit somebody with a sledgehammer, but no karate. Who's your number one? Uh, number one, because you guys are always saying that they... Now, I'm going to go on a limb because I don't actually know what I'm talking about, so this might be a completely wrong logic. But you guys are always saying that they have a problem developing baby faces and everybody's heels, right? Right. He listens. I did a little bit. <laughs> and because I loved Race to Witch Mountain so much, I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson might come back oh. and take it all. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if The Rock, if the rock wins, Bill every Ryan single one of us has to take a chop mm-hmm. from Kurt Stallion. Done. I just have to take two. Done. Is that Done. fair? Done. That's fair? Done. Okay. Is my pick on Omega rock winning i mean if you had to choose one which is the uh, worst pick? if i had to choose which one was more likely yeah omega i'd say omega's more likely uh, i would say omega's more likely i'd say, uh, the, I'd say the rock's more likely actually. jumanji rampage there's he's way too busy right he's the highest paid actor in hollywood he's the highest paid actor in hollywood he's not hey everybody back. No. Those were our Royal Rumble picks. Uh, hey, we know there's a lot of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you taking the time to listen to ours. Um, we're going to do some birthdays real fast. Can I uh, say something real quick? Sure. We just kind of skipped over Wall 25 one point. Trish Stratus and Kelly Kelly. Oh, God. Is that, is that yeah, it? That's it. That's it. That's all I want to say. Is that it? Yeah, that's uh, it. We're good. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that Trish Stratus will probably show up in the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, EC3, look for him too. I think uh, him or Bobby Lashley, one or the other. Yeah, so uh, Tully Blanchard is 64 this week. Honky Tonk Man is 65. Michelle hey, McCool. Mm. <laughs> 38. <laughs> uh, Hawk from the Road Warriors is 61. Sasha Banks, mm. 26. <laughs> well, I still got a uh, chance. We know there's a lot of podcasts to listen to, guys. We appreciate you time taking. The, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to ours. Use your words. For Shock City Studios. Check. For Sam the Mahler Mall. Check. For Free Play Media. Check. For JD Twigs. Check. For Soul Taco. Check. For Jim Button. Check. For Patty Moe. Check. For Two Beers Zach Coleman. For Chris Denman. Check. For JCB. Hello, bitches. I'm Bill Vegan. Everybody, don't be heels. Damn, I'm a-